Hey everybody, this is Theophilus from TZ Coaching and you're listening to the Noble Father Podcast. Whether you're a dad that stays at home, works from home, or away from home, our roles are essential. To a son, it's an illustration of how life as a man is done, and to a daughter, an example of the type of man to look for in the future. But in either case, a noble father stands firm for what he believes, leads with his actions, and embodies a healthy balance of body, mind, and spirit. He pushes himself hardest and commands his time respectfully because he knows how precious the present is. Join me as we discover what it means to live as a noble father. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Noble Father podcast. Today is May the 1st of 2023, uh, the beginning of a new month, and always a pleasure to have you with us. Um, with us, with me, um, just me this week. I was supposed to release an episode this week, um, an interview I had with a mother uh, locally here, and um, but I need more time to work on that. And there's uh, because it's such a sensitive episode. There, there's there's no real rush for me to release it, um, and uh, so I've I've no there's nothing of concern that. Um, is holding it back. I just want to make sure that all the the T's are crossed and do, the I's are dotted, and and also get the approval from um, this mother and her child on the the contents that will be shared. And so, this that's the one episode that I'm going to have to do some editing on because of um, you know some certain sensitive information um, that we do not want to be releasing publicly. And so, um, yeah, there's going to be some editing on that. Um, and a uh, little update for you all is, um, you know, this is about as official. Uh, a few hours ago, um, I was at my dad's house dropping off some stuff for him to take back to China on his trip tomorrow, and um, and also to 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 book our own flights as a family to go back. Um, as some of you know, the last time my wife went back to China with her with with my kids, um, that was the tail end of literally the last day of 2019. Uh, just before the outbreak happened um, in China, and so she went back, and the 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 place that she went to in China is kind of like China's Hawaii. Uh, you know, there was some family for a few weeks, and then went back to uh, Chengdu, her hometown. And as she was there, um, that's when the outbreak happened. And so uh, this time that she was supposed to have, you know, spending time with grandparents and with family and with friends, um, didn't really happen. And so. Uh, you know, I was frantically trying to get them home because the pandemic just started and and I didn't know what it was, but I still had my concerns. You know, I didn't go with them and and, and that was a very difficult time for us. And so um, since that time, and, and I think the very last time she went back where she actually got to spend time with her family members was the beginning of, of 2019. So um, it, it's been a very difficult time for her. It's been a very lonely time for her. And, and, and so... Um, anyways, as we were at my dad's house, we booked the booked the the plane tickets back. Interesting thing that happened was, you know, over the last week we've been looking for um, airfare to go back, and you know, every time we looked at it, it was just like I think minimum was like twenty four hundred Canadian per person to go back, and um, and as we got closer to um, today, the last few days, I've been looking at the tickets, and and they were sitting at about you know nineteen hundred to about seventeen hundred, and 
And oddly enough, as we were at my dad's place, uh, you know, buying, purchasing the tickets, um, you know, I, I looked it up on my dad's phone uh, through his Expedia app and, and, uh, you know, the $1,700 ticket, you know, which was, which is still very, very much low. It's considered low because, you know, they're averaging like 2,400 and up, um, to almost like $4,000, $5,000 per ticket. Um, and, and as we're looking it up, my dad felt the need to go onto the computer and as he goes onto his Expedia on the computer, he does the search, the exact same search. Nothing is different. Does the exact same search. And the ticket came out to be 1200 per person, which is like nearly $600 difference per person, um, in to, to fly. And so, um, you know, the total that we were going to spend, if we purchased it at 1700, I believe was like 60, 6,900 Canadian for us four to go home. And whenever we found the 1200, you know, we booked it right away, uh, brought it down to about 5,100, which, uh, you know, it's still expensive, you know, technically, uh, before the pandemic, it was like 900, $800, you know, per person to fly back, which, you know, at the time we thought that was expensive, but we had no idea that, you know, post pandemic, it was going to be like this. And, um, and so officially, uh, midway through Jan, uh, through June, uh, we will be going home for, for two months. And, um, you know, it's, it's great because my wife gets to go home and spend time with the family. Um, you know, we, we, we didn't want to wait until winter time, um, because we, we worry that, uh, with her grandparents old age, that, um, with him being in and out of the hospital this past winter, that it would be better to go back now and, and spend some time with them. Uh, we don't know what that's going to look like, and we're not. We're, we don't want to um, miss anything um, in that regard. And so, um, it's going to be a great time for us uh, to go back as family. Um, yeah, I also want to say that if you're looking for the video format of this podcast episode, and there's going to be certain imagery that I share um, that that uh, you know for the episode itself. Um, and you know, I, I I do want you to think about this as a support thing. Is that um, you know, every, every subscriber, um, that I get on the Patreon helps me, uh, helps me provide for my family and also continues this work for other fathers out there. And so, um, you can head on to pay, head on over to patreon.com forward slash noble father. And that's where you'll find, um, you know, the memberships for, for noble father. And also you get access to these exclusive, uh, vi- you know, podcasts in video format where I show the imagery, but I need you to keep it down. Okay. Thank you. Sorry, my son's home because he's sick. Um, just uh, recording. Every little bit of sound matters. And um, and so today's episode, I wanted to talk about something that, um, you know, recently I've, I've been having a, uh, I have a coach client right now that I am, um, you know, helping him through some stuff. And, and um, you know, the topic of the, the self-coaching model came up, you know, as one of the tools to use. And um, you know, I've mentioned this in the, in the, in episodes in the past, but I'd like to go back to it because I really feel like it's just as relevant today as it was back in the day when I first started this journey. Um, and it was one of those tools that greatly helped me in my own walk, which, um, you know, it, it really helped me to understand my walk and also that I have uh, though I may not have control of the things that are happening around me, that I have great control over the way I view um, 
these circumstances. And, and that's what I mean by the imagery that I'm going to share. It's going to show you the flow chart of how that would work. Um, and, and it really comes from this place of mindfulness. Um, you know, mindfulness is something that is so important in our day and age, right? Like even if, even talking about being present, if you're not mindful of that, you can let a moment slip by, you can let a memory slip by, you can, um, you may lose an opportunity to really catch something, right? To, to, to absorb and, and, and enjoy a, a fleeting moment, right? If we aren't paying attention to that, if we're not mindful to that, we will lose out on those experiences. And this is something that as a father is, is extremely important, right? I mean, you hear it from people, fathers who have older children is that, man, like enjoy the fact that your children are that age and because it flies by so quickly. And, you know, I can certainly say that about the past seven years, you know, uh, the quality of time that you have with your children is something that is so fleeting and um you know it's 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 further evident by you know you spending time with friends with younger kids it's like you know little babies you go pick them up and you're like man i miss my children at this age and little do you know now my you know my son's seven and my daughter just turned five and so you know there are different phases of life and you know soon they're going to be teenagers you know met met a friend yesterday met up with a friend yesterday um and you know his daughter's like 13 and and the other one's like 10 and and it's like man they look like teenagers to me they're all grown up they're like playing video games and they're they're older and involved with all these sports and and, and stuff and there's just this level of maturity that i'm like man my son's only like three years away from that my daughter's like you know another another five years away <coughs> and, and it just happened so fast and so um this tool really involves us needing to get mindful, right? And and the interesting thing about this is that in the book, um, you know, Man's Search for Meaning, actually I have it right here, by Viktor Frankl. Uh, thank you, Dan, for sending this to me. This is an amazing book, um, you know, and and, it, and, and the, the, the main basis for it is just that, um, because, you know, it's written by a guy who survived a concentration camp, a Jewish concentration camp in 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 Germany, and um, in Germany, or I forgot which one he was in. But um, you know, the the one thing that he could not that that they could not take away from him that they could not, you know, because they were they were you know killing you know Jews, they were um, you know humiliating them, degrading them to the lowest lowest of low, right? And and even through all that punishment, through all that the wrong word is punishment the wrong word uh, punishment is the wrong word um, through all the torture and the torment that they put the Jewish people through um, there was one thing that they couldn't take away from um, people from from Victor Frankl was the ability to choose how to view one situation and and this is this is so relevant to the self-coaching model is because even to our own lives is that um, as human beings though the things around us is outside of our control we have we have full control over how we choose to view certain things and so you know for victor frankel there was he was instances of um of of of, of feeling joy this like this unexplainable joy of gratitude of still having life and you know holding on to the fact that he had loving memories of his wife and and of this future that he had for himself that seems so out of grasp when you're in a situation like that and yet 
kept him going and kept him encouraging other people around him and 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 giving him hope to live on for the next day you know holding on for dear life and and obviously he survived and and came out of there with this book in mind and and you know he really felt like god gave him the words to share this story and the the things that he went through is such a powerful powerful book um and so if you've never read that definitely look that up um and and so you know with this coaching with this self coaching model this this coaching model is like a a new lens that you can adopt to look at your world or not a new lens i would say you know we already have this it's just a conscious lens for us to look at our lives and our situations and it's something that you can use to literally coach yourself into of understanding oh you know why why is this result why am i seeing this result um because there actually is um, a lot of control within how we view something, how we, how we, how we live, and how we operate, and and from where we operate, um, will dictate some of the results. It will influence the results, and and you will see. So, I'm going to change my screen here to showing you what that model looks like, and uh, this is something that I had to touch up. This whole entire section right in the middle here, this section, I actually added in myself. So, if you go on Google for those listeners who aren't aren't watching the episode, uh, watching the 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 video is, um, you know, I'd recommend you go onto Google and just look up self coaching model, and you'll find um, it starts with circumstances at the top, and then go down towards thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. Um, and it's, it's, it, it's got arrows that shows the next thing. So circumstances causes the thoughts, which causes the feelings, it causes the actions. And then, and then you end up with the results. And then on this, on the side of this, the list, you'll see that there's evidence and what evidence means is literally the results will prove that will will inevitably go back towards the thoughts. It will trigger, it will go back to the thoughts. What caused the evidence, what caused the results the evidence for those results will go back towards our way of thinking of the circumstance that happened. Um, and now what I've added in here is in between circumstance and thought is identity. And this is the foundational part for me that I've found. Um, and, and this is something that I discovered in my own coaching session with a, with a coach of mine is that identity is this piece that, um, uh, you know, of course, I'd say that the secular world or the non-believing world would believe would not have this because they there there's none. You know, they don't. This isn't something that would be of particular interest or even cognizant of this of of this second part. Um, now, that's not to say I haven't walked um, certain clients through the identity exchange exercise. Um, and what do I mean by the identity exchange exercise? It's going to God for the identity that he calls us and 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 purging all the identities that we form about ourselves that God never said about us. Um, and so, you know, things that we've picked up from the past, from trauma, from other people, ourselves, um, getting rid of all that, that and replacing that with with what God says about us now, why is this? Why is this important? Uh, the, the whole re the whole name of Noble Father Podcast. If you haven't listened to the first episode and how I got the name was literally me asking God, what did He say about me? And He called me noble. And so this identity piece for me is very it's foundational. 
and that's why I have it in brackets here is that it's it's foundational for me. Identity is foundational for me. And and it's my belief that it's foundational for every single person out there. And so um, this will change how we look at this. And so let me go to explain what the self-coaching model is. And so, um, you know, in our day-to-day -day lives, every single day, every single second, there's going to be something that happens. You know, a certain circumstance will take place. Um, sometimes it's very, very uh, disheartening. It can be very stressful. It can be, it could be very positive. It could be something very happy that's happening, and uh, and something you know that you're excited about um, that is happening. And what usually happens after the circumstances leads to uh, a thought. We ha will have a thought about that. Um, particular circumstance. So let's just use for an example, um, you know, a simple circumstance. Um, uh, let's just say you're about to lose a contract, uh, you know, for your business, and it, it accounts for a third of your revenue, okay? And this is a person that, you know, this, this contract is a, a contract that's paying you very well, 13, you know, a, a, a third of of your revenue and so you know they're paying monthly and they've been steadily paying and suddenly now you're going to be you know you know a third would be a 33 percent down from what you're normally used to in terms of the revenue that you bring in and so immediately the arrow goes to thoughts right so we'll have a thought about you know this the circumstance we're about to lose this contract it's going to be a big deal you know what do we you know you know the thoughts are going to come right away right um and so let's just say we pick the, the negative route and we're going to think about this in a very negative way. Um, you think to yourself, oh, it's going to spell the doom of my business. I am going to, um, oh, I'm going to have to cut down on um, my budget and, and finances are going to be tight. And, and, you know, you start to get, you start to feel overwhelmed, right? So these thoughts will produce feelings, which is the third level. So you see the F here, there's feelings. And so it produces this feelings, right? So even it's, it's interesting because, you know, as an entrepreneur, I remember going through this. Um, and, you know, whenever you're like, oh, you're stressed about money, your thoughts about money, about uh, scarcity and, and not being able to pay the bills or uh, you got this pay, payment thing that you got to pay for coming up. It's it's big and large and, and it's looming on you. And so it produces these feelings of, of stress, feelings of helplessness, feelings of hopelessness, feelings of not having it all together. You know, uh, there's something within each of us as men, even just to need to provide for the family and to almost like have it all together. Um, you know, it produces these incredibly negative feelings and can be overwhelming of sorts. You don't want to, you don't want to deal with those feelings, right? Um, and, you know, that'll cause you to do certain actions. And so let's just say our chose, you know, from the feelings, it generates actions. And so those actions are, you know, we want to, we don't want to feel these things. And so we numb, we numb our uh, circumstance with, uh, let's just say alcohol, just for an example here. Um, and so, you know, we're avoiding these issues We're we're becoming disgruntled at home and, and not being very present at home. And, and so th those are the actions that we've taken following the feelings. And so in that state of, of, of living this way of, of, of symptomatically attacking or choosing to do these actions of numbing our problems and our feelings, we, we cause the results of, um, you know, losing more contracts. Let's just say, you know, it, it blows out of proportion and suddenly we, we are, our business is suffering even further because, um, you know, 
X contract guy contacts X contract B guy who, um, you know, heard that you're spiraling out of control and, um, you know, they now they're getting antsy about their contract with you and they want to, you know, do something to, you know, it's not good for business to have this connection with you. And so now they got to retract their partnership with you. You know, that could be a very likely situ situation and scenario for um, your business. And so that would be the results. Now, the reason why the results would go back to the thoughts is, is because if we started out the circumstance causing the thought, if our thought was to go down the negative route, then the result is directly is directly correlated to the thought itself, right? So if we played out the same scenario, um, but then we chose a positive way of looking at it, so positive thought from the circumstance, you're about to lose the contract, a third of your revenue is gonna be gone, the thought instead of going negative, we're going positive and we're gonna think, okay, so this is this means that we have to go back to the drawing board, we're going to double our, triple our efforts to find new clients to account for the third. Um, maybe there's a way for me to reach back out to this person um, and you know offer them some more value to potentially keep them on board with us without, so we don't lose it or maybe supplement some of that, maybe instead of 33%, you know, we push them down to 10% and so that, you know, we're, we're still not too deep in the red because they're vacating fully. Now, so that thought, that positive thought of needing to double down or put more effort into doing more hard work to produce, you know, produces good feelings of, of, um, I need to work uh, and, and I, I trust myself. I trust in my ability to account for this, um, for this, uh, this sudden lack. Um, and so in, in having those, feelings of wanting to work harder and getting up early or having more connections and calling this person or or wanting to provide more value to this person to keep them on board produces the actions of okay well i'm actually going to call them i'm going to visit them have a coffee with them send them a gift or something and send them a letter and say hey you know we still want to keep you on would you is there any way we can work this out and thus creates the result of you know let's just say he wants to stay on but and 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 now his revenue is cutting down from um, rather than 33%. Now it's only going to account for, you know, 10% of the revenue. He's going to stay on with an additional 20, you know, keep stay on with 20% still. And so, you know, that produces a different result, as you can see from this illustration. Um, and, 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 and so the mindfulness bit is really understanding that the thought triggers this um, almost like a, a point of no return. And so, with the thoughts come the feelings which trigger which generate the actions and then from the actions causes the results and when we when we are aware of that and conscious of that then we realize that we need to really be mindful of our thoughts because if we're not careful and we're not paying attention to those thoughts and we let them run out of control and let them be rampant then the results will it will affect the results. Um, now, what I stuck in between circumstance at the top and thoughts is identity because foundationally, this is every bit as important for every single person. This is this is my belief that every single person, if they know their God-given identity, will impact how they should think. And this is very interesting because on a, on, on a faith level, um, 
we see this. Jesus actually lived this example out in his own life is that every morning he would go out and he would um, essentially be spending time with God and seeking what God wants for his life and, and, and uploading that daily firmware for where to operate from. You know, so many times in, um, in um, our daily walk is it, it's so easy for, for us to treat God as an app that we open on our devices. And this is something that um, like, you know, so, so what I mean by that, you know, you know, using the smartphone analogy, you know, God is an app that we open up whenever we have a problem or we just open it up and say, Hey God, like, please help us with this situation. But then whenever we're done, like we would open up other apps and close the God app. And so we aren't really necessarily operating from that place. What the demonstration or the analogy here is that we, how we should be living is operating with God as the operating system. And so all the apps that get run in our daily life operates from this God OS. Let's just call it the God OS. Operates from this God OS. And so it's not it's not an app anymore. It's I operate in my business through the God OS. So whatever app I open, let's just say it's the business app, it's my family app, it's my marriage app, it's my friendship app, it's my self-development app. Those apps are operating from the God OS. And so those are the, those, that's the foundation. That is the foundation. And so where we operate our thoughts from needs to also come from this identity. And that is where identity comes in in this in this uh, self-coaching model is the circumstance. Let's just use the same one. Business is um, going away or you're losing business, you know, counts for a third of your revenue. My identity piece is that it's, it's I'm, I'm, I'm noble. God calls me noble. That's who I am foundationally. And from that place of thinking about this circumstance, how does God view this circumstance? So, then it would cause me to think, well, I need to ask God. I need to take this thought captive. I am not going to just say that, oh, I'm a failure. I just, you can imagine if the identity piece is wrong, right? The identity piece is like, let's just say I grew up with, a, you know, even just the example of my mom being, you know, um, really strict on me with like the, the, the drying rack experience is that, you know, I tell myself that I am not good at anything or I can't, um, I am not worthy of celebration. I'm not, I can't get anything right. You can see how that influences the thoughts that I am having. It would be like, well, yeah, see, here's another example. Well, here's further proof that you can't do anything right. And from that place triggers, you know, it produces the feelings which generate the actions, which impacts the results. So you can see how that is foundational is that if you don't have a good identity basis to operate from that the thoughts would be impacted and affect the feelings actions and the ultimately the results which is not what we want to do um you know obviously that's that's not to say that um we are in direct control of those results you could have these thoughts and these feelings and these actions and still the result could change um but most of the time what we choose to do, what we choose to think about a situation is really what's going to dictate the result. Um, and, and just for me, the identity piece is so important because it's kind of like this buffer in between that's like, okay, I am noble. I am, 
a son of God. He is going to take care of me. I am, I, I as long as I keep my, my, keep him at the forefront of my mind and, and everything that I do, that he will guide me. And that even it, even though it might not make sense in the moment to trust and have faith that God is going to show himself and the benefit is going to show itself through is going to produce a different thought than if I told myself the opposite. If I gave too much airtime to worry and to stress and to the circumstances around me, the recession is coming or, you know, that, um, you know, this and that or the other is, is, is coming, um, it will greatly influence the thought. And when, when, the, when the thought is influenced, then the, the slippery slope, the, um, the point of no return, um, goes to the feelings, to the actions, and then ultimately to an like a less than ideal result uh, for us individually. And um, so you can think about this from you know whatever perspective, whatever circumstances that are happening to you, um, you know that's within or even outside of your control. Is is if we're not careful and you don't think clearly about what are the situations that are going on, they can so easily get out of hand and it will ruin the results that you are presently seeing. And this is all I really wanted to share today. Um, you know, this is something that you can apply to everything, right? Just be cognizant of, okay, this circumstance is happening. And you can even go back. You can even look at it with hindsight is, is how did I get to that result? Well, saw the circumstance, you know, this thing happened. And then you instantly think back to what were my thoughts then? Okay. I, I thought very disheartened. I felt sad. And, you know, that caused me to feel immense amount of loneliness. And I felt that I couldn't do it right and that people were going to judge me. And so I kept it to myself. And thus the actions that I took was one of self selfishness that I thought this was the best in the moment. Um, or you continue to beat yourself up or you, you know, did whatever it is to think that that was the solution and then thus caused the result. Um, this is a very important tool set because if you don't, if you aren't mindful of your thoughts, you let it get out of control and then suddenly the feelings and actions just take everything else. And so, um, you know, I really hope that this finds you well. I'm going to try to keep this episode short because uh, I don't really enjoy going beyond the 30 minute mark um, in these episodes. And um, yeah, if you have any questions about these things, like definitely reach out to me because, you know, I've used this in my own life. And I'll, this is the only way that I can speak about it is because I've used this in my own life. And it has greatly benefited me to understand that my thoughts and the way that I think about something and the way that I think about myself, even with the identity pieces, that is so important because if we operate from those places, then it's going to, it's going to affect everything. And, and, um, this life that I'm getting to live right now, the results that I'm seeing in my own life right now are, um, is very much a result of this work that I've done, this internal work. Notice how I am a transformational coach. And what that means is I work from the inside out. This tool is really for you to find these answers from the inside out and to operate from a better place of stability and of certainty um, and, and, and being and auditing auditing the thought processes that goes into the everyday things that we do um, and not letting it get out of control, which is why the cold plunges and the 
Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and the exercising is so important for me is because it helps center me and it returns me to this place of feeling everything that's on the inside and not letting, not using external remedies for these things that are happening on the inside um, and being very conscious of it. You can see how that can get us into so much trouble as we try to use all these external things to solve these internal problems that don't help the solution. Um, and so, um, yeah, you know, if you're, like I said, if you are interested in joining a father's group every Thursday, 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time, we meet over Zoom and it's just a space to be held just to share about your week, talk about the struggles you're going through. Um, and it's just an amazing place to just be in the presence of other fathers who want to grow, who are like-minded, um, like us. And, and, and also, if you're looking to support our, our work, this work that I am doing, um, please head on over to patreon.com forward slash noble father you'll be able to find other posts that i've made um, you'll be able to find the video format of this episode and um, the value that i provide there i try to make it worth your while i'm always constantly trying to push myself and do myself better um, you can also follow me on instagram um, at coach theo z or z uh, theo and then a z at the end um and you'll be able to find reels that i've been put out putting out um, that i'm recording and um, editing myself and putting out there for for value and so um, i just love to provide content related to fatherhood and how it impacts us as individuals you know as a father i care about my children and i care about their future and i just know that the best way to do that is to really help fathers be better themselves and and um, because there's a huge trickle-down effect when you work on the father and um, so yeah i wanted to thank you for joining me for this episode i hope it finds you well and if you have any questions please reach out to me until next time Bye for now. Please show your support for the Noble Father podcast by recommending the podcast to your family and friends. You can also subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and a review. And also, if you know a father who is interested in a regular meetup every week where they can show up authentically and share the best parts of themselves, some of the struggles they're going through, some of the wins that they have, and even some lessons to bless other fathers with, and um, also have them in our Facebook community, um, just a bunch of men who genuinely care about one another and just share space and hold it for one another. Thank you very much for listening to the Noble Father Podcast. Until next time, bye for now. Mm-hmm.